tip. Good afternoon. It is November 22nd, 2021. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limonos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? I am on a hot streak. Sports are finally back. Celtics whoop up on the Lakers. Jason Tatum is back. Right behind that, Duke undefeated to start the season. Everything going smoothly over there. And then all it took were five wins in a row. Mac attack. And now the Patriots, number one in the AFC East, right where they're supposed to be. And I, I'm, I'm at the top. I'm, I'm, we're, we're, I'm cruising a great direction right now. I can't believe the Patriots are in this situation. It's mind-blowing. It's also crazy if you redo the draft at this point of how like this wasn't even like <laughs> there were so many quarterbacks, so many players that were drafted ahead of him, and yet he fell to us. And now I, I just the Patriots always look smarter when this stuff works, right? Like we just look amazing now. Uh, Belichick. It wasn't that long ago. I'm pretty sure you were thinking about tanking. I yeah. Um, I don't think I have the expectations of you know Super Bowl this year. I don't know why we we really should. I'm not convinced of that yet, but. I do feel like we have a quarterback for at least the next 10 years, if not longer. He, he looked good again on, on, on Thursday, short week. And look, I feel bad for Atlanta. He, yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's, it's college basketball season, so I'm out and, out and about doing that. And uh, what's cool now with all the technology and everything is I'm sitting at a basketball game, and I just pull my phone up, and the, the Yahoo app has the Thursday night game. So I live picture in picture if you will and then uh, when I left the game I found a radio station and I was getting towards halftime saying uh, Mac was some, something crazy where like there one incomplete pass like you go a whole half and one throw one incomplete pass that, that's amazing I'm also impressed by the shutout I mean, we could talk about Mac Jones all day he looks great it's the most exciting thing on the roster right now but the defense another awesome performance I mean we shut out a team that just got what shut out pretty much the week before. It's I don't know what to say about Atlanta. That that is a just a disappointing situation there. I somebody needs a hug in Atlanta over there. Another rough week to run into us off the short week. I can't imagine that was ideal for anybody, let alone them after what they just had the previous week getting blown out once again. But you know, let's talk about the Bills because, like you said, we now just took the lead in the AFC East. The Bills get blown out by the Colts. Not only do they lose, they get blown out. What was that? 15 41 is the final score there. Jonathan Taylor has a record setting day for fantasy and just goes off for what, five touchdowns? I, I lost count. It was, yeah. it, was a re, it was a red zone highlight that it felt like we were just on a loop. It just constantly kept happening. It was like, really? He got another one? Meanwhile, the Bills' offense, which is supposedly, supposedly supposed to be pretty potent here, another uh, 15 points. That's That doesn't seem like a stellar offense. I don't think anyone was supposed to be impressed by their defense, but. And one of those uh, one of those touchdowns came in the fourth quarter in complete garbage time. Yeah, so that's that's even it's football doesn't make any sense. Like I know we don't know what we're talking about. You know, we're just some amateur podcasters. We've been doing it six years. You know, no big deal. But it doesn't matter. You could be doing this for thirty years. Half this stuff would never ever make any sense. It, like even I'm sure Vegas lost money this past couple of weeks. It's been madness. Uh, I don't know, but we we look good. Colts uh, the the Colts look okay. I don't know if I'm suddenly buying into them either. I mean, I did I did talk up Jonathan Taylor as uh my my pregame 
fantasy prediction. I, I feel like that that happened. Can I can I cash in some check right now? Can I get some credit for that? Ooh, five five touchdowns. That's a huge that's a huge day. He, he that that's a I won my I won your matchup all by myself kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, another matchup that was shocking to see here was uh, the Texans getting in. Uh, are they trying to win? I, I don't know what's going on over there. Tyrod Taylor has got some magic left, apparently. And the Titans, well, they haven't looked great, honestly, since Henry's gone down. And they're, I feel like they've lost their identity. Uh, it's very ironic that they're, what are they, 8-3? and three? And they don't look like a 8-3 and three team? I mean, they just lost to Houston. It's arguably the worst team in the league. What do you I've, think is going to happen here? I've been going along with... With Thursday night, I thought we were going to beat the Falcons, but to shut them out in the way that we played, it it, it was ooh, it, it exceeded expectations. And then I didn't even really look look ahead too much because my thought is we play the Bills twice, so if we are within one game of the Bills, we 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 control our own destiny. We have to go and take care of business in Buffalo and take care of business in Foxborough, and we'll be set. And that's how we work our way in into the playoffs. So I haven't really done the like, oh like I'm rooting, like I hope like the Bills lose and I hope this team loses. So I was surprised that the during the one o'clock games, because both these teams were losing and I think it was when it was getting close to halftime was when I uh when I messaged you as like, hey, like I'm not getting like too overly excited here, but the teams ahead of us are losing and you know they're good teams like easily turn it around. But they did not turn it around. And we've gone from, uh, in three like three weeks, we've gone from in the mix. Was, I think he's like maybe like in the mix, in the hunt, in the playoffs, and you know now we're now we're firmly in the playoffs as the the leader of the uh, AFC East. We just look comfortable. It's it's very. We look like a team that has a similar performance week in and week out, which is something none of these teams across the league have said. I'd say we're the most consistent team right now. I don't even know if that makes us the best team, but I think that's something every other team in the league is struggling with right now. Outside of Green Bay, they have a couple hiccups here and there, but at the end of the day, they somehow always win. It's uh, it's another comeback performance for Rodgers, I believe. No, no, Aaron Rodgers lost. Oh, they did lose, right? Yeah, they did the, lose the Viking the end. because it was it was it was goofy. Uh, the Viking or Aaron Rodgers was down with like just over two minutes and threw just like a bomb, and they scored right away. And then the the, the Vikings were able to to come back. And the I, I thought for sure the the kicker was gonna miss because that just seemed like how the Viking season's been going all year. But nope, he was able to uh, to cash it in. So yes, yeah, Vikings actually got the W. Yeah, I, I kind of tuned out after I last minute second played uh, Scantling, Valdez Scantling, like the last second, just pulled the trigger right before the game even started. He's pretty much got nothing the entire game, and then I think he gets that last touchdown that was something worth like 20 points or something. It was like 70 yards and a touchdown. Made my entire fantasy day uh, a lot easier. Uh, but I, I checked out after that. I assume they won the game. Uh, somehow Cousins is able to do crazy things against interdivision matchups. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, wild football weekend. I I'd, I'd like to move on to some basketball, unless you want to jump into something else here. I mean, we could certainly spend an hour talking uh, Patriots. Just, talk. uh, yeah, just just the, the the last thing being the Patriots schedule coming up: uh, Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills. So 
we're we're in control. If if we go in and we take care of business, we're set. And if uh, if we don't, it, it, it's our own fault. It, we we can we're gonna win one of those games. Worst case scenario, we're not gonna lose all three. We're not gonna go in three. And two two at home, two on the road. So mixed bag there. I think we're, you know, any new information always helpful. But I think in a, in a month we'll really be looking at where we uh, a little bit of a fluke or nope nope we're legit. We are still consistent. We are still putting stuff out. Uh, that first Bills game is going to be on uh, Monday Night Football. So if we can go in with a uh, a six game winning streak going at Buffalo with everybody watching, that could be uh, that could that could be a real fun Monday night. All right. Do you think it's ready to advise everyone to make their purchase of some Mac Jones gear? Is it is it too soon, or lock it in? Oh, it's definitely it's definitely not too soon. Lock it up. Uh, we have, uh, I believe, the uh, the highest uh, point differential in the in the league right now, which is usually a good indication of how good you are after after this many games. So that. Combined with how Max's been playing, and you're comfortable saying he's going to be our quarterback for the next ten years, I think you buy the stuff. I think you get it going. Get get this train get this train going. Mac attack all day long. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Tables have turned. The, everyone's going to hate us on the podcast now because I think they were enjoying the the bitterness for a little bit there. Like, yeah, these guys are always talking Patriots, Super Bowls, Tom Brady, greatest all time, Belichick, da 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 da. And, then it was like, this is terrible. We're, we're struggling. This is what every other fan base has to deal with. And then, hey, guess what? <laughs> guess who's knocking on the door again? <laughs> I don't know if we're going to gain listeners or lose them from all this, but uh, very, very shocking. I, I can't say we were expecting this, although maybe you were. You you and Bill Simmons are the only two people in the world. I, I always have a, I always have a positive attitude where you tend to have the more negative attitude, but it, it, it's fun. Getting getting W's on Sunday makes the work week a lot easier. I like I love the way the Patriots win too. I just feel like we always show off something that we're just better at better at the other team than this, and we just punish that weakness. Uh, they're it's just a really really good at game execution. It's just it's impressive week in and week out that they're able to adjust. And now and we do have a, a few extra few extra days to get prepared for the Titans. I'm yeah. sure they're they're not thrilled coming off of a off of a loss, but. You know, give Bill Belichick a little extra time. Well, also, I, it's not like we haven't seen Tannehill plenty of times before. You know, we, we I feel like we, we've we dealt with this problem before. I, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of some uh, some hometown success here, the, the Celtics are, uh, you know, kind of putting some pieces together here. We have some big Jason Tatum games, some high-scoring games, a couple of big Ws. We were able to pull off the, a Lakers win with LeBron back. I mean, it was his first game back, but... Hey, a win's a win. Now, there's only one thing missing with all of these victories in this, I'd say, short-term, very, very short-term success of the Boston Celtics, and that's there's no Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's been out with a hamstring injury, and he has had a fantastic year. I'm sure you could uh, give plenty of examples of some of his numbers, but uh, is there any chance that we might be better without Jalen? Like, less is more? I do not think that that is the case. I think that it's been helpful to have some guys getting some consistent run. Uh, it just helps when Tatum just has it, has it working. Uh, have to remember along with Brown being out and it's been longer, 
uh, Time Lord's been out as well. He's been out for a uh, for for a week or so, and both of them, uh, Jalen Brown is definitely back tonight, and Time Lord is probable to come back tonight. So hopefully, with both those guys back, if we can kind of keep this this momentum going. Uh, just saw some things that Al Horford said that it's pretty coach speak and kind of, kind of bland, but just kind of saying, no, I think we're starting to figure out what we need to do specifically on offense to get the job done. So hopefully the beginning of the season was more of the fluke and we can actually put some, some good, good steps forward here to you know, just, just build on this. You know, you, you said, I, I came in excited, like, Oh, we, we beat the Lakers and, you know, Lakers have kind of had a mediocre start to their season. LeBron's been hurt. LeBron was back. So, you know, anytime you can beat LeBron, that's always, always impressive. But it's only a two-game win streak, and the team we played next was, uh, was the Thunder. So not exactly the, the, the toughest team. We've had trouble in the, in the past, so I'll take the Ws where I can get them. But I'm, uh, I'm hoping with Jalen back we can be winning these – we're blowing a lot tough of games. Matchups, tough, tough matchups, better, like better, and the other teams we can just blow them out, and there's no concern. We've had to order back in the fourth quarter way too many times. That would be great if we could just take care of business, kind of how the Patriots do. We're a better team. We're going to show you we're a better team today, and that's it. The end of story. No, no games. No, we're taking plays off. No, we're going to come back because we're better at the last second. None of that. I feel like we fall into that trap very easily with this team. Uh, I, but there was just a fluidity to the offense that just seemed a little bit better. I mean, I'm sure it helps that Dennis Schroeder has been scoring with 30 points probably over the last two games as well. He's kind of blown up uh, a, a couple of games here. He was great in that Laker game. Uh, I don't yeah, think I don't he know had, how sustainable that is. Yeah, I don't think he had that great of a start of a game. I don't think he if he had one of those games with Jalen being the way he is. I think now we have a quite a potent offense here where. You just free up a lot more stuff for Horford, who you know you can only guard so many people. Somebody like Al, if he's open, I, I feel pretty good about that. And you know you're gonna have to pick your poison when when things are going well. It just it's it's this makes a lot more sense than us struggling. I, I feel like this roster is capable of this all the time. I don't know why we don't always see it. And it's funny that these two guys are missing, and now we're starting to see it a little bit more. It's it's probably nothing. I don't see it's an actual pattern or anything, but it's just nice to see that at least the Celtics have uh, have put together a couple of good games where they actually kind of played over five hundred now. Well, they they put in a complete game too. They they never they always take a quarter off or a, or something goes wrong with them. Uh, it's it's nice to say a steady team. Uh, but we talk about interesting Le- to see to see tonight because we're playing the Rockets tonight. So similar to the Thunder and at home, this is a team that right from the jump is we let them know you're not winning tonight. Like don't even get a whiff of you might get a win tonight. Like this, this game is over in the first quarter and by the fourth quarter starters are sitting where everyone's getting rest. That That's the way it, it should go. And we'll see if we're headed in that direction. If it's a frustrating, we're blew a big lead or it's close or, you know, whatever happens. All right. They're, they're, they're hopefully, Hopefully, they, this podcast would be so much better if they were better. <laughs> I'll just say that, say it like that. Uh, but we mentioned LeBron making his return back. Uh, not only was that his first game back, but his next game was uh, just as eventful with a, a probably a Oof. suspension coming with a suspe- suspicious elbow. I'm not even sure what to call it. I mean, it is definitely not a basketball play. It is a, an ejection worthy consequence. But you know, you gotta feel like this is really nothing. 
it's entirely the reaction that was really the event here. Like, I don't think it's unheard of for somebody to take an elbow like that. Like, the intention of it, yeah, is is probably not a right thing to do. It was probably LeBron's fault. He probably deserved uh, maybe a one-game suspension or a heavy fine or something like that for not making a basketball play uh, while, the, while the free throw was being taken. But the whole story is the reaction, isn't it? Like, it's all Isaiah Stewart. He He's bulldozing over people multiple times. He's clearly been tossed. Things have calmed down. And it just feels like he's trying to instigate this, like, three more times within like a five, 10 minute period is a huge delay, really long delay. I, I, I put more blame on the, the reaction than the actual result. I mean, I don't think it should be, you shouldn't be taking it lightly if you get, you know, essentially punched in the face like that. But I don't think it's unheard of that you could get elbowed playing basketball and you can, you don't just get up and fight the other guy. I, I that, that's kind of my, well, two he cents was prepared here. to fight. He wanted to fight. And I, I don't think you can, uh, you can, Blame the guy too much that got socked in the face and is just bleeding everywhere that he might not have had it all together. I think he saw red and the red just did not turn off. He, bulldozing guys is, is exactly how I describe oh, running over yeah, coaches, if, uh, assistants, other players. If I, anybody uh, listening hasn't seen it yet, it's definitely worth watching. When I first saw it, I saw the, the, the initial play. It was on a foul shot and their arms are a little bit tangled. I think LeBron's intention, it's always a little risky thinking, trying to decide what other people were thinking or what their you know, intentions were. But I think that their, their arms were a little tangled and he was looking to just like rip through of like, a, like a get off of me, but with a closed fist, whacked him right in the head, right in the eye and split above his eye. Later on, you can see there's, there's absolutely blood everywhere. And so he kind of goes down. He gets up immediately, wants a piece of LeBron. People get in between, but really have to hold him back more than the normal hold back. And they get him farther away. And you can see him. I think he's even saying, like, I'm calm. Like, I'm good. I'm good. But that was not the case. That was a ruse, Will. I know. Cause he, like, <laughs> that walks, was not accurate. He, like, walks he, off the court then, and then bulldozes back in. He jukes, he jukes the initial guy and then goes back trying to go after LeBron. Cade Cunningham is trying to like hold on to his shorts. He knocks over a trainer or somebody. And luckily four or five guys just have him. The, the announcer is going, going nuts saying, you know, fans stay in your seats. Cause remember this is in Detroit. This is where it's not the same building, but the same team with Malice in the palace, stay in your seats. Do not come onto the court. Do not throw anything onto the court. Uh, and again, he gets brought back, brought back. They are just almost having like lifted off the ground, like, you know, in a movie, like a Western where they're getting thrown out the, uh, out the front. And then they get him to, to the, to the tunnel. And all of a sudden he just takes off into the tunnel and the announcers, uh, you know, on the, on the broadcast are saying, you might want to uh, keep an eye that he's not just, you know, going around to then come out of a different different entrance, which he didn't do. So security or something must have got to him, or somehow he got calm calmed down. But he he was raring to go, and I think uh, I agree that if he had gotten hit, gone down, like went off, this is this is a lesser of a story. But he did not do that, and uh, I'm seeing. Uh, uh, predictions of LeBron getting suspended for uh, two to three games. 
but I'm actually surprised. Are you surprised that no, uh, no, no word from uh, Adam Silver? I, I thought the suspension would come out today. Well, I think you gotta get look. The NBA is not gonna rush anything. You know, they they're gonna yeah. actually do a real investigation right here. In front of me, we have breaking news: Lakers LeBron James suspended one game. Pistons Isaiah Stewart suspended two games. Oh, only two games. I I thought yeah. he was gonna get a minimum of five just for. Like, we really can't have this malice in the palace, like, any reference of that at all. Like, that seems like ancient times at this point. Like, that's a long time ago. We watched that documentary. You could just see the – even the ratio of the screen was different, I think, for that game. I think it was still four by three. But, but you know, I guess I have one I have one theory here, all right? And and this, this is kind of a little bit of a wild theory is that LeBron doesn't really get in a lot of beefs, doesn't get in a lot of uh, little, little – tissy fits kind of things like this that doesn't really happen to him and i think you kind of want to have this opportunity to knock down the big guy a little bit you know knock guy the king of the campus here so once the opportunity is there i think you take it you, you do you do exactly this you try to make a reputation out of nothing because this is almost like a shortcut to you know you get the final boss level on, a, on the video game here and you, you didn't even do anything to deserve being there but for some reason you're in the fight and you got a chance to kind of make a name for yourself so i don't know if this is the name you'd want to make but i think across the league right now i may be thinking twice about trying this guy so you're thinking that he did this specifically because it was lebron i think so i really do i i, I think it's like i'm not backing down to anyone and it's it's almost like picking the fight at the in the in prison or something with like the toughest guy on campus it's like no you don't always get that chance you know sometimes nobody's gonna mess with you because it's like who the hell are you you're nobody i mean did you really know who isaiah stewart was before this I did. He's on my fantasy team. He's going to be missing a couple games, I just found out. <laughs> i got to make sure to uh, slide in Jalen, who's also on my team, who I just found out is actually playing tonight. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, good. I'm glad I'm able to help you with your fantasy team because I'm playing you this week. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to swap out that IR spot right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I think it's entirely that. I think this is not nearly a reaction. All right, I think if this is... Semi Ojale, this is nothing. If anything, he probably apologized to Semi after be like, "It's okay, man. You're really big. I get it. You know, like whatever." I I, I don't know. Do you believe that, or do you think that's uh, that's nonsense? I I don't think he went after him because it was LeBron. I think he went after somebody because he got smacked in the face really good and <laughs> didn't 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 want any part of it. I know you never been but smacked think... in the face though playing basketball. That's never happened. An accidental elbow has uh, never hit was... you in the face. Like if you, I don't. You I don't never think this played... was completely accidental. This wasn't. I'm driving to the hoop and like my arm comes up a little bit. You know, this was on on a free throw and LeBron excessively swings his arm. I mean, you you, you see the pictures. He is dripping with blood. I I just feel like this is a play that has happened a million times before and nobody's ever reacted like that. I mean, th look, it's a justified reaction. I, I get it. You got hit in the face. It sucks. But like, people get hit in the face with basketball all the time. If you haven't been hit in the face playing basketball, you haven't played enough basketball. And I will basically say you don't play basketball. That like, requires stitches? No, but it's not. A, well, all right. These are also bigger guys, too. That's a bigger size elbow than any elbow you played against or I played against. All right. That's 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 just LeBron James. He's six eight. He's huge. It's 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 fine. It's, five it's... five five stitches after the game. <laughs> that's not like ah, oh, I kind of got hit in the face in a little bit. Like yeah, that sucks. Normal basketball stuff. That's that's a. I was in a boxing match and I need stitches. Well, he's got a couple days off. 
Yeah. Yeah, and not exactly like the uh, the Pistons are very good. Do you think that this continues? Do you think this is a this happened or because I really didn't hear much from either player, and I'm wondering the next couple of days if we'll hear stuff that Isaiah is just like I still want a piece of him. Like next time we play the Lakers, like I'm I'm ready to go. It's it's LeBron James. He's capable of making this right. I think he's got enough power and pull that. I I just don't think you want to. Nobody wants to be LeBron's enemy at this point. I don't. I think I don't think that's a good look. But maybe it is. Maybe this is the uh, the sparks that Detroit. You know, maybe they could get a name for themselves out of this. You know, this is he needs a nickname now. Like, what do you want to call him? Do we call him the bulldozer oh, or something? He's already got a nickname. What's the nickname? Beef stew. Stew. Beef stew. Beef stew. Yeah. Oh, he's man. got beef with LeBron. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, that's terrible. Let's I talk, didn't invent we, this. I'm just passing it along. Let's let's talk about some actual good basketball teams in the East. Can we can we do that? The the Bulls and sure. Nets are tied in the East right now. Uh, I believe the Bulls uh, knocked off the Knicks last night. Another uh, couple step backs by Lonzo at the end there. Yeah. I was all in on the Bulls this year, and I think I picked the Nets to uh, win uh, win the East. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling feeling pretty good about these predictions right now. Uh, still no Kyrie Irving. There's definitely some Bulls injuries that have kind of weirdly helped them. No, uh, no Patrick Williams. I think we've talked about that before. But uh, bizarrely, this Caruso thing is is working out very well. Uh, I'm not sure how much Chicago uh, basketball you've been watching, but I, I caught last night's game. I was hanging out with a Knicks fan. Uh, he was not very happy with that. But you know, what, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I've been surprised with the uh, with, with the Bulls defense. Uh, a new Caruso coming in was a. Uh was a defensive guy, but kind of thought it was, you know, on the Lakers and you have other guys and you are kind of down the line, but I've been seeing some, uh, some Twitter videos of him just absolutely locking guys down up at the top. That just like, doesn't really happen. Especially like on Twitter, like Twitter is made for, for, for dunks and for laughing at people and crossovers and stuff like that. Not a, Check out Alex Caruso. Just absolutely lock this guy up, and he's going nowhere. Like, he does a lot of the little things that you, you. It's hard to find guys that are willing to do the stuff he's doing so voluntarily. Like, that's basically the the strength of Caruso. There, I mean, if there was more guys that were willing to do the stuff he's good at, which he has a very good wide skill set, I wouldn't say he's especially good at any of it. I think on his defense, he must watch a lot of film because I feel like he's guessing right on a lot of things because. I don't truly see that athleticism of, of his ability to stop it. Maybe maybe it's just a low-key, I'm underrating him as well right now. Maybe I misjudged him, and, and he actually has that skill set. But uh, it's, it's been impressive and fun to watch. I, I wish the Celtics had a guy like that. I feel like that's what we're missing on this team, is just somebody who's kind of willing to play that role. Like he's it's just There's not a lot of guys willing to play that role. Uh, so good for them. Uh, I think... The Nets are the Nets. Uh, this isn't a surprise it, it at all. It is funny how, you know, like the Nets were kind of around where we were, and they're just kind of floating, and just as stuff goes along with the season, they just rise right up to the top, even without Kyrie. Of just we are still really good, and we're gonna get the job. We're we're gonna be at the top at the end of the year. It might not be there the first week, but now that we're, you know, a month in, here we are. Yeah, I feel like uh, there, there's this debate going around of who's more likely to play this year, Kyrie Irving or Ben Simmons. I think prior to this, I I would have said Ben Simmons, but now I'm I I don't think all right. I think Ben Simmons is gonna retire. Like I really think he's done. I I don't think Ben Simmons is gonna play basketball again. 
Like, I, I think that's 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 done. I just don't see this getting fixed. I don't know what team's going to want to fix this for him. Uh, I, I will be shocked if we see Ben Simmons play any more basketball in the NBA. I'm, I'm call, I think he's just done. I think this is over. I, think I would be shocked the other way because Ben Simmons seems like a guy that enjoys money. And playing basketball gets you a whole bunch of money. And not playing, <laughs> there's no more money. Well, I, I don't are you know. leaving so many millions on the on the table? I well, I, I he just doesn't I'll, want to play for the Sixers. I'll he wants to play basketball. I, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. This isn't how he's going to get out of there. Is, is he's got to actually show up and play. This isn't working. Nobody wants him. Even, he has even if he has even to if earn the, his value. The, the, he has no even value. Even if the nuclear option happens and he sits out four years, he's still like twenty eight. Like he can still. He can still sign somewhere else. It'd be weird and everything, but it's not like he, oh man, it's not like a Chris Paul. Like, oh, in four years, Chris Paul is going to be 40 and he's not going to be able to play basketball. I don't think he's going to play again. This mental health stuff, if, if it's if it's real, it's a real problem. And it's kind of like he's going to be able to, he's going to struggle with this. I don't think this is going to go away. Whatever his struggle has been, which are obvious flaws, which has kind of gotten him into the situation, I feel like those have all gotten worse. Especially not being able to see him play makes it all so much worse. I mean, I don't even know if he can do what he used to do anymore. Like, There's there's doubt now. And I just think that the trade value is so bad. And it's it's such a messy situation that he's he's not going to come back, he's not going to play for them, that he's just not going to be able to play again. And I, I think eventually he just walks away. I don't know what he's going to do for, else, for, for, for money or for something else, but uh, I, I'm, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I, I really think that's going to happen, though. I think Kyrie Irving is more likely to play than, than Ben Simmons, and I don't see the NBA making any rule changes anytime soon, so I think it's going to be a while for both of them. Well, that, the, that's my bold, it's, that's it's my bold not, statement. It's not, an NBA, it's not an NBA rule that Kyrie can't play. It's a New York City rule. Uh, that, yeah, but the, the league has, a, has a allowed – well, I guess it's not even allowed. Yeah, they're following the state-by-state rules. I just, just there could yeah, be a so league. It, so if if New York if New York changed their rules, Kyrie would still have to follow the NBA rules of, you know, it's it's much more it's much more strict for unvaccinated players, but he would be able to play basketball. Yeah, I just don't see the NBA. I mean, yeah, the NBA can't do anything about it. I guess I. Yeah, so it would be if New York City changed their their policy, and they have a new mayor coming in in January, so. <laughs> All right. Well, and we'll see just kind of how we'll, we'll see as how like how COVID goes if some of these mandates go away or not. You know, there's there's one other uh, basketball credit I want to cash in right now, and that is I said Clay Thompson was going to play before Christmas. That feels like it's for oh, sure you're, happening. You're going to take a victory lap on this? Oh yeah, I really want to. I, I said it was going to happen. I think he's going to play like next week. I I once he plays, but it seems a, a tad premature. Because I've been seeing the week of Christmas, and you know, until there's that he, you know, is playing tonight. I just, uh, I, I don't know. He's gonna play before. He's gonna play in November. I think he's gonna play this month. You think he's gonna play in the next week? I think he's gonna play in the next week. Oh man, did he just start practicing? Dude, I, I guarantee he's gonna practice. They're gonna be like, "What well, do you think you could do this in limited minutes? Like, what are they gonna? What are they risking?" I mean, I get what they're risking. The, I just really, he's ready. amazing chemistry that they have right now. Uh, come on, he's got the likability. Nobody dislikes Clay Thompson. Nobody's going to be upset the losing. This doesn't have to do anything with likability. This has to do with if his legs work. His legs are going to work. 
His shot is going to be great. This team is going to be better. This team's going to be better. The 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 Suns are on what a twelve game win streak, and they're still behind the Lake or the the Warriors. Uh, how upsetting is that going to be? <laughs> not just not just behind a game and a half behind. Well, look, you sometimes just got to do what you can do, man. Yeah, they won twelve games in a row. There's nothing else you can do. You, you could have won the ones before that too, but at this point, you just you just keep winning. You can't worry about the other team. You can't spend. <laughs> There's only been they only played sixteen games. There's only so many other games. Yeah. Uh, it's is it a pre- twelve games is a lot though. That, that's definitely the start of something. Yeah, here. it's it's almost weird to start off the season this way though, where it's like too early to be hot. Like you want to peak later in the year, and you're either capitalizing off of teams just kind of slowly putting things together, and they have, I'd say, a pretty cohesive roster that they've, uh, you know, brought back most of the the important pieces from last year. Um, uh, but yeah, Clay's gonna play. The Suns are going to keep winning because I, I also thought they were going to win the, the West. I didn't think the Warriors were going to be this good, but I thought they were going to be this fun to watch. Uh, this, this has been a victory lap week for me. All right, a lot, uh, a lot of things. Curry in the past week having two games where he scored nine threes. So many threes. It's so fun to watch, isn't it? <laughs> There's nothing like it. Every time it happens, it's like, oh, this never happens. It's so rare. But then with the Curry thing, it's like there's an expectation that like maybe we'll get a good episode tonight. Like you know maybe he's gonna yeah <laughs> at any moment you you want to be watching because at any moment it's it's just gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, any moment something else was gonna happen in Sacramento, and it was bound to happen. And Luke Walton was uh, finally fired. I don't know. I don't think it's Luke Walton's fault at all. I don't think bringing in a new coach is something gonna solve a lot of the issues they have. But, you know, that seems to be their their own problem, that they keep doing this rinse-repeat with this stuff. And uh, I believe Luke Walton could probably walk on as an assistant just about anywhere at this point if he wanted to. I think he may have to wait a year or two for another head coaching job, and he may not even want to do that. Uh, for all I know, he could do a variety of other things. Maybe, maybe he looks at college or something else. But uh, just the Kings, man, like what? <laughs> Like, do you feel bad for Luke? Maybe he's better off with this. You know, what was he really hoping to do over there? It was, it's just, it's not going to work. I, I, there's, there's too many issues over there. So I think he was probably the coach for, for too long there. It clearly wasn't working. I don't think it's just him. The funny part is some, some stats for you. In his uh, two plus seasons as the Kings coach, he went 68 and 93, did not make the playoffs. Uh, not uh, super surprising there. What might be surprising to you is since the Kings moved to Sacramento, that is the second highest win percentage for a coach I, I with the Kings. They're they're terrible. They have the weirdest roster construction of of good bad players you could ever have. It's it's not like so, there's not talent on there, man. There's there's not all these picks are misses. Like the, the... They're totally botching this uh, Marvin Bagley situation. Uh, here's some more stats for you. Uh, Sacramento has the longest active playoff drought in the NBA since 2006. And in those 15 years, the Kings have had 10 head coaches. Gentry's going to be the 11th as the, uh, the, the interim coach right now. But I can't remember. I, 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 was just, I can't remember what podcast it was uh, somewhere along the way. They, I think it's this year, will either tie or will take the lead for like longest drought in NBA, not active, like ever. Like, I think it's held by the Clippers and the Kings. It's like, man, that is not company you want to be in. And it sure doesn't look like they're going to be, uh, 
really making a, a push for the playoffs this year. No, and they're gonna they're gonna have to have a fire sale at some point too. Who do you even sell? Everybody. I you think you're gonna move on from Heald, Barnes, Fox? He, the, I, I d- this it's it's I don't think you can you can put this on the players. They've had so many players in there. This seems institutional. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. These guys are gonna want out. They're, they're gonna they're gonna have to get out. They're not gonna hold on to them. I, I imagine there's other teams that have been co- inquiring about them all the time. I mean, how do you think the Lakers feel right now about Buddy Hield being over there and Westbrook being in in L.A. doing Westbrook stuff like that? <laughs> I feel like that was a mistake. Led him to a uh, victory after LeBron uh, quit yesterday. <laughs> Did you see Flirt, Westbrook with a triple double, one one rebound short? That's uh, that's what the uh, the Westbrook articles are saying. Did you see? Westbrook didn't know he got a tech in the the scuffle. I yeah, I saw I saw that in the uh, and and I saw the the pictures of him with his uh, with his fists up and everyone comparing him to the uh, the Notre Dame uh, <laughs> yeah. fighting Irish mascot. <laughs> it, clearly, somebody looks like they haven't boxed before. I don't know if that's that's a very old school stance. I I, I can't advise it, especially when you are the shorter fellow. I, I think that's that's a mistake there. But I don't. I don't know a whole lot about boxing. Your but... your livelihoods are your hands. Don't even make a fist. Don't fight. You're <laughs> for sure gonna break your hand, and that's four to six weeks. You're out. Oh man, LeBron would be so mad. Could you imagine if that was the consequence of all this? I'm sure he's uh, he's probably excited to have two games off of anything. But if if Westbrook broke his hand because he got in a scuffle, I can only imagine the headache that that would have caused LeBron. I almost wish that had happened now. Uh, but a little bizarre that uh, Westbrook said in the post game they asked him like, uh, "Hey, what do you think you did to deserve the technical?" And he was like, "I got a technical. When did I get a technical?" He's like, "Oh, it looked like the game log." And and sure enough, yeah, he had a, he had a tech. Uh, do you believe he didn't it, know? It, it, do you- it's understandable after uh, all the stuff going on with everybody pushing and shoving and Isaiah Stewart multiple times just going absolutely nuts. I can see how uh, you know them them getting uh, you know canceled out. You might not realize that you uh, you had you had received one. It had been a lot of people out there. It was a long delay. I, I think it's underrated how long of like when you watch the highlights, it feels like it happened all quick. But the the whole the whole bit of it, like well, they, there's a continuation of Isaiah Stewart trying it to keeps it keeps going. Then I saw the first part. I thought it was like the rest of it was going to be basically watching the refs watching the, the the replay. But it's like, oh no, this is all the things that happened. This is a two minute video. This is this takes a while. Yeah, shocking over there. But well, speaking of delays and the Kings. Did you see the gross thing that happened at the Kings game uh, Saturday night? Oh, is that the the puke guy or the puke fan? Yeah, guy courtside, sick, drunk. I don't know. Absolutely, just pukes all over, like right by the court because he's courtside. And yes, they had to delay the game, and the game was delayed for a while as they had to figure out after they had uh, escorted him out how to best to, to clean this up. One of those things that uh, you don't expect to happen, but now once you kind of go, it's like I'm surprised that this has never uh, never happened before. You know, not an all the time thing. Maybe like once a year or so, but I've never seen that happen. And uh, I, I I saw the headline, and luckily the video that I saw was from very far away, and it was still gross. But yeah, you don't really need to be looking into it into it too much. But just it was that happened. Uh, and then the next day you fire your coach. Just what what a mess of a weekend! Like like, like they couldn't use another headline to make them look bad. Like just 
Oh, poor Sacramento. I feel bad for them. I I do. I feel bad. For, I like. I think De'Aaron Fox is a solid player. I, I think Buddy Hield could certainly help a team. I think Halliburton is. It could be like a missing piece to to a lot of teams right now. I there's no way they're gonna move on from him. Bagley. I would. I there's. There's no way he's not good enough to play on this team. That like, I, at minimum, I could I agree with that, and I I don't think that makes him good. But there's no way he's not good enough to make the roster or the rotation on this team. There's no way guys like Tristan Thompson should be playing over him. Like, what are you hoping to have make out of Tristan Thompson at this point? Like, what are you hoping to build over here? Is it just, just, just I'm, throw him out there. Let him let him do something. All right, like uh, the 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 other uh, Duke center uh, in Orlando over there. He he's getting a little bit more of a run. I think he's well, at, no. He, he's he's kind of. I mean, again, I don't think he's suddenly going to be an all-star or anything, but, you know, he's he's at least playing. There's more value in him playing than doing this, where it's like, well, maybe we'll trade him. It's like, for for what? Like, what are you what are you planning on getting back? I, like, you want another draft pick so you can get another player like him? Like, what? I mean, I'm definitely I'm definitely biased on it because, you know, he, he went to Duke and he was he was really good at Duke. His, his second jump was really fast, and he just might not quite have all the right skills to just be a, a – uh, an all-star in the league, but he could definitely play in the league. Uh, the three years before, uh, well, the second, yeah, the second year he, he was hurt a bunch, but it doesn't really matter. He averaged pretty much like 14 points, seven rebounds. Like that's, that that's manageable. And now this year they're like, they don't want to play him. He's only played four games. There, there's some weird situation going on over there. I, I I don't know. Like you said, the Tristan Thompson, like he's a known commodity. Why are you playing him? This is uh, Bagley's fourth year in the in the league, and they're yeah they're just they're ruining they're ruining him, and it's too bad. I, I don't know what's going on with De'Aaron Fox. I don't know if it's something with the team, but he has not been playing as well this year as he's played in the past. I think it's hard yeah, to. It just seems it just seems like if you go to the Kings, you're not going to be good. Yeah. I, I just think that it's hard to imagine it all suddenly working there. There's just so many issues beyond, like, the rosters don't fit. The style has never been good. I feel like they just have a – they have such a bad vibe. It's such a terrible culture. It's it's There's nothing encouraging about any of it over there. But, uh, you know, we talked about some college players right there. We're going to talk about some college basketball right now. Uh, you were at a game this weekend. I believe it was the this really, really good game, right, the Purdue-UNC game. Uh, yes, it was a, uh, it, it was a doubleheader. So we saw Villanova absolutely stomp on Tennessee. And then the next game was Purdue versus UNC, which, uh, Purdue was pretty much in control, but it was much more, much more competitive, but two, two games, uh, four ranked teams over at Mohegan Sun, which I had never been to before. So, uh, that, that was a cool, uh, cool afternoon. Oh yeah. Did you go to Johnny Rockets? You get a Krispy Kreme donut? No, we didn't do uh we strictly did basketball. I remember in, in college we drove there in the middle of the night to just get Krispy Kreme donut. We weren't even of age. We couldn't even gamble. We just drove there just to go get Krispy Kreme. It was the only, it was open. It was like in the middle of the night on like a weekend. Actually probably like a Wednesday for all I know. <laughs> I was uh I was surprised once again. It's it's fun going going to a game. Uh cool going when uh it's not your team in uh your buddy's team, so it's a little less uh, less high stress and just more of like, hey, you know, kind of got we made a uh, a friendly uh, bet on the on the first game. Loser had to buy uh, had to buy a beer in between the games. 
Villanova fans, I think there was definitely the most of them, but for it being four teams and none of them being close to Connecticut, uh, place was, was pretty full. I thought it was going to be more like sometimes you'll see like this week's feast week or during uh, Christmas time where there's some of those tournaments and you look, it's like, there is nobody here, but afternoon, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it, it was pretty full. I want to say it was like 80, 90% full and people, people were having a good time. I, I didn't watch the game. I did watch the highlights based on the highlights I saw, which, you know, it was, it was a good, I think it was a 20 minute highlight. So, you know, it's, I, I put in, put in some effort here. A uh, lot of, a lot of power, offensive power on Purdue, a lot of different scoring, a lot of different ways to score. Uh, I think both teams are terrible defensive teams. And now, a- now you're talking uh, Purdue versus Villanova. That's the one I told you to watch. That was the, uh, because I went to the semifinals, so then the two winners played the next day. Oh, I'm sorry. I watched the one of the next day. Then sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that 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 was the main one. That that was that was a good one. That was a great game, though. Uh, I, I thought that was a, a way better game than I didn't. I didn't see the highlights of the other one, but th- this was a good game. The ones I I saw right there. Yeah, no, that was that was a fun game. I I watched that uh just on TV, just regular. Uh, they got Purdue's got a guy Zach Eady, uh seven four two seventy, and when you see him out there. You you know the other guys are are tall because it's basketball, but it's just like he is still just way bigger. And anytime he got the ball down low, I mean he's just dunking it. It was like you had to do everything to make sure he wasn't getting the ball. Yeah, they got they got him. He's kind of a good attack guy, and he definitely had some steals and some breakaway dunks. They've got like this giant big man that is awful on defense, but somehow like all these trick plays they were kind of pulling off uh, down low on these like back screens into dunks and then they've got that shooter uh it's, it's terrible to call him a Bogdanovich, but he's not he's uh, stefanovich is that it i think that's yeah it. yeah it's the, yeah stefanovich stefanovich uh he was certainly hot in the first half a streaky streaky shooter but man he he's not shying away from that from shooting Whoa, that rock he, he was fun because he he played much better uh he had like 20 i think he had like 20 plus points in the game that i saw him playing and it was just he's coming off of screens and you know, no, no one's Curry, but just having that ultimate green light of everyone else catches the ball there, squares up, looks, pass it off, but he's getting the ball off of that screen and immediately going up with it. Yeah. But the, uh, fun, that, fun team uh, to watch. that, uh, bouncy guy that you were talking about, uh, Jaden, Jaden Ivy. It's got a little confusing. They got an Evie who's the really big guy and they got the Ivy. Who's the, who's the guard. Uh, when we were watching, we thought he looked like uh, like John Morant, <laughs> both his style and his uh, like he had hair that's kind of like the way Morant has the hair too, and he had a couple of fast break dunks, and he was doing all sorts of crazy dunks and warm ups. So it was definitely like get him on the break, and that was fun. And then when I was watching uh, the game on TV, so you get all like kind of the backstory and stuff. Found out. His mom is the women's coach for Notre Dame. Oh no way! <laughs> so that's a basketball so family. Basketball, uh, basketball in the in, in the blood there. So that that was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, some upcoming games this week. We got a we got a big one in Gonzaga, number one versus number two UCLA. I believe this is a rematch. We've seen this before. I, I can't uh, I don't really know a whole lot about him. I mean, I mean Johnny Johnny's back. Who else is back? I I feel like this is kind of a Drew uh, Drew Timmy's back on uh, on Gonzaga. And uh, last game I saw him, ooh, he was he was all about it. He uh, when he was playing Texas, uh, 
stroking the, uh, the the mustache, doing doing all of the uh, all of the heel things. So that'll be interesting. The one little uh, little wrinkle is that game I believe is in Las Vegas. So tip off is at ten thirty. Now it's number one versus number two. Will you be staying up to watch number one versus number two in November? You know, I might actually stay up for it. There is kind of an excitement to this. Uh, there's, I think there's a little bit of rivalry here, despite there not being a rivalry. I feel like there's, they, like these teams don't want to lose to one another. Not that they want to lose to anybody, but I think this is, this game was circled on the calendar, right? It had to be. That what? It, I feel like it had to be circled on the calendar, like not just uh, oh, definitely, not, not just a number one, number two, but like, hey, I remember what happened last year. Like, I don't want, yeah. I don't want that to happen again. So, like, let's let's uh, let's go In at the it. The way so, it happened too. Yeah, no, I I think I think it's gonna be a good game. I I don't think it's gonna disappoint. I will do. I will do. Well, I will make an effort to watch. I'm I'm certainly working a lot this week. What day of the week is that? That is tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh man. All right. Well, we'll see. I gotta, I gotta get up a little extra early on uh, on Wednesday. I got an eye doctor appointment. I'm currently wearing my old glasses because my new dog ate my new glasses. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, that's not good. Not good at all. And not even not even ate them. Like just just chewed on them enough to say you can't wear these anymore. And then it was a panic of where are my old glasses they are not the same prescription they're not like that far off but they're far off off that i'm not it's it's not good yeah but i gotta get through one more day i couldn't get an appointment anywhere my prescription that i got was from san diego so it really was gonna do it's over two years old anyway so it wasn't gonna do me any good either way but they won't like just replicate lenses anymore because they want you to get the eye exam so that you get the proper prescription, which it all makes sense. But it's like, hey, I'm in a pinch right now. You're basically telling me you're just not going to be able to see. Like you're just you got to wait for an appointment because nobody's doing walk-in appointments around here. I, I didn't mm-hmm. have time to drive somewhere else. But yeah, Wednesday morning was as soon as I could get there, so I got to go one more day with these glasses. It is going to be a nightmare at the restaurant trying to read tickets the whole night with these things. But you know, one day. One day, and then we'll, we'll, we'll fix it. I, not only do I have to get the prescription, but I have to hope that they have a pair that I am. I'm, I'm just gonna pick something. Like I don't have a choice. Like style wise, I I have to just settle for whatever. I would like they to have be able to shop. see, please. Yeah. So like. Uh, Can they not put them in your? Oh, I guess the dog ate the glasses. So I was like, okay, you just put the lenses in the uh, in the old frames, but that might not be an option. That was the only helpful thing that someone told me at one of the the Walmart vision centers was if you bring those broken glasses here if the lenses aren't too damaged i can try and fit those into a new frame like i can sell you that but i can't sell you new ones without a prescription and i was like oh okay well what do you think the odds of these and she like looked it up was like nope (laughs) well it was worth a chance i appreciate that i called a lot of other places and nobody else was nearly as helpful with with a creative Mm -hmm. idea like that but uh yeah i didn't really i didn't contemplate this actually being a an issue I, I mean this is this is an actual emergency you should have a backup pair of glasses I, i'm putting out the word right now this is something i should have been told and now now i feel like uh I, i'm telling everyone else I'll, I'll be better prepared i have i have prescription sunglasses i've been, been wearing those a lot but you know wearing, wearing <laughs> sunglasses inside is uh it's not really good football watching uh you know climate here right? you're not on the beach especially now the the times have changed so it's like but by, by four o'clock, you really can't can't no, really no, justify like, sunglasses. By like three o'clock, the sun's already below the trees. You're done. Like it's 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 game over. You're already the weirdo that's wearing sunglasses. It's it's not 
it's not working. But you know, man, at least the prescription's on. The the headache is far less, and it's it's actually kind of comfortable. But but it's not a good look. So that's that's my early Wednesday. But I will I will make an effort to stay up for this game. Because I, so I think by, it's gonna be by good. my count, you uh you you you've had the new dog for for a couple of months now, and it's now is it seems to be consistently making your life more difficult is that accurate ate ate your remote ate your glasses and that's only the stuff i've heard about what else is she eating that that is it that is all it's been uh and it's been one month not two it has it's barely even been a month it's been like exactly a month at this point and i don't know what it is it's it's, i was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt yeah yeah i don't know i i think it's i think it's getting better but the the headaches are, are certainly growing on me there's there's this bizarre behavior where she's like an angel around just me, but the second we introduce like some other distraction where I no longer have any more power, she's not listening to me. She's distracted. There's a new person in the room. There's there's something. There's a new dog here. There's something, and yeah, no, it's fine. The dog's great. I, it's gonna be all right. It's been a month. It'll get better. I I gotta get a little bit more consistent with the schedule and the training and all of that. Uh, so far, every time there's been an incident, it has been when her schedule has not been the same as every other day. So, if anything, I'll take some responsibility for maybe a little long crate times on those few times. But it's gonna be all right. She's a great dog. She's uh, she's still young. She's got a lot lot to learn. So we'll we'll be all right. Now. Great, uh, great positive thinking. And you know, if you can't make it tomorrow night, you know it is one versus two. So you know that's a good reason. We are in the midst of feast week because of Thanksgiving. So there's college basketball on all of the time. So, for example, today, there were multiple games that started at 11 a.m. And the basketball has not stopped and it will continue. Uh, there is a game, I believe, uh, USC is tipping off at either 11 or 11.30. And there's even a 1 a.m. start on the that's clearly... Uh, being played on the on the west coast so the 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 whole live long day and you know that that's just an example of today going forward there'll be a bunch but uh definitely a good chance if uh you know kind of the middle of the day you don't have anything going on you'll be able to find something you you just turn it on there's probably some game in the in the second half that's worth worth checking out that's close yeah well uh that's a it's gonna start playing the outro music here we can uh advise a couple other things you should go out check out and watch this week uh Dexter is uh, another episode tonight, Sunday nights, uh, or is out, yes, last night. Uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a good season. I don't know why. I have, I have this promising feeling about this. I don't know why I'm trusting them this much, but I, I think I think we're going to see a good season here. Is, uh, was there another season last night? Because there was not one last week, which I, was odd. I'm pretty sure there was, but I will check right now, actually, before I start making promises. I, I think I saw the alert of, like, watch this new episode today. It, it would make sense, and I'm not exactly sure why there wasn't one uh, wasn't one last week with it being uh, Showtime. I know sometimes the broadcast networks, you, you know, Fox has the World Series, so there'll be a few weekends without the, 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 the Fox Sunday shows, but usually the more premier networks fine to just go head to head with what's ever going on so yeah it, was, it, look, it looks odd like that they kind of had the one i feel like i was I was, uh, I was all excited the next week and there wasn't one it looks like let's see uh imdb load faster yeah no uh it looks like episode two aired the 14th and episode three ep- aired yesterday there wasn't one last week are you sure 
Oh, I guess maybe uh, I'm incorrect. Maybe I, I have an app that that's supposed to track it. And uh, yeah, maybe yeah. I guess that must be uh, must be at my end. So I'll have to. I guess I'm I'm behind. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna try make an effort to watch uh, that Simmons uh, the music documentary. Uh, I I liked the uh, Woodstock '99 was great, and I think there's a uh, Lana Morissette this week, and I think next week it's DMX on. Uh, Thursday, HBO Max. It's a DMX documentary on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't know. That it's intriguing, right? I like music docs. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. You know, anytime you can play. Yeah, that seems right up your alley. So uh, I'll probably do that. I'll probably probably try and watch uh, King Richard at some point. The the Serena Williams movie with Will Smith. Uh, the Williams sisters. Yep, I've been seeing the the ads for that. Yeah, that that looks looks good as well. Uh, so lots to watch this week. I will probably have a lot of feedback on all of it next week uh i will try and stay up and i'll let you know how the new glasses goes uh never-ending dog stories here <laughs> yeah if you can continue to see it's it's terrible i i'm considering contacts i don't know i don't i hate touching my eye but at least this could never happen that way right like <laughs> i that, lot to think about we'll, we'll take it all in and we'll, we'll come back next week uh with new eyes hopefully we'll be back Column A, little column B.